Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. This happy to welcome longtime stage and television actor David Starzik. David plays Richard Casablancas, the villainous real estate mogul on Veronica Mars, which recently returned to television after a 10-year break. Season 4 of Veronica Mars now airs on Hulu. David Starzik's other TV credits include recurring roles on Desperate Housewives, Seventh Heaven, NYPD Blue, Days of Our Lives, The Young and the Restless, Boston Legal, and Hot in Cleveland, as well as guest appearances on many other shows. If you're on Facebook, David has a great page on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash David Starzik. Fam page, I read a few of uh, your posts before I called you. What's cool is you not only have a very sizable, very devoted following, but you give your fans, you give your followers insight into the life and the mindset of a working actors both the highs and the lows and the in-betweens yeah sure it's because it's what i found over the years and and i'm sure that you have experienced this yourself that it's not really a job that you can explain to anybody nobody can really understand it i mean my parents both went to their graves without understanding what it was that i really did you know just i'd show up on television once in a while and they'd be like oh okay (laughs) but overall just the 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 day-to-day the grind and the highs and the lows and the the disappointments and the rejection but also the you know I've, i've reached a point now which is really an interesting point in my career when I was younger, there was a lot of attitude with younger actors. You know, oh, who's this guy? You know, oh, this guy, oh, he can't do it. Oh, blah, blah. You know, look down at other guys because it was always a competitive thing. Well, now we're the last men standing. We're the last folks standing. And everybody's, you know, either a family person or they've, you know, whatever. We're the survivors. And now we've reached a point where my, uh, my group of audition buddies, the guys that I audition with, They'll go so far as to call, and I'll do it with them, too. We'll call each other and say, hey, I'm reading for this part on blah, blah. Did you get submitted for that? Because you should. Because the way we look at it now is, and it's a really good thing to do, is, um, you know, if I'm not going to get it, if they're not going to hire me, it's usually not because I screwed it up. It's just because they went with another another chair. They didn't want that chair at the table. They wanted a different chair. And if it's going to be a different chair, I'd rather have it be a chair by somebody that I know rather than, you know, because I know everybody's sort of struggling and trying to do the same thing. And so there's really a, there's a wonderful camaraderie. And, and you know, the other thing about it too, but by the way, just this, this is just a little aside, and I think it's really important for people to know, is that, you know, hardly anybody comes from here. You know, I, I've got, my, my dearest friend here grew up here, but, but, for the most part, everybody came from another part of the country. Mm-hmm. So when my kids were little, when, when my sons were little kids, we didn't have the luxury of, you know, hey, Ma, take the kid. You know, I've got a audition at 3 o'clock, and I don't know what to do and whatever. Um, so we just had an extended family of, at the, at the preschool that my boys attended, um, we had an extended family there that we could just call up and say, hey, I need you to take, take them, or we would take kids for other people. And that really became a wonderful offshoot. Uh, it created a bond amongst all of us that's been inextricable. I mean, my kids are almost 23 and almost 20, and we still go camping every year with all the parents from the preschool because we were all 
all sort of out here on our own, as it were. Mm -hmm. And so we had to band together and sort of make an extended family. And so that was really uh, was really something to, to have that at our disposal, you know. David Starzik is on the line with us. David Starzik, Richard Casablancas on Veronica Mars. Season 4 of Veronica Mars now airs on Hulu. You can follow David on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash David Starzik fan page. One of the great things about television today, David, is that because there are so many different platforms available, if a show ends its run on one network or channel, there's always the possibility that it can come back on another, and obviously that's what happened with Veronica Mars. And uh, isn't isn't that just isn't that just incredible? Things that we would have looked back on and thought were just long gone. Uh, that that audience is still there. That audience is still loyal. Um, it's wonderful. And and let me just tell you a little thing about Veronica Mars since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that show 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and to come back now after all this time and to see the people that those kids have grown up to be, to see the the solid citizens that they are. And it starts from the top down. It starts from Rob Thomas. It starts from Kristen Bell. But everybody, Jason Doring and, and, you know, I mean, and Ryan, I mean, they're just, they're all such good people. And I'm so proud of them. I mean, they're credit to show business, but they're really a credit to human beings all over the place. And that's not hyperbole. I'm not overstating what I'm saying. I know exactly what I'm saying. They are absolutely professional, kind, wonderful, fun, warm, and, you know, they've all got families. They've all got, they've just grown up to be really, really great people. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of each and every one of them. I really am. And, and it's a treat for me as an older guy to go back and see them again and <clears throat> to see how they've progressed and what they've become. I mean, Kristen Bell's one of the most talented people in show business anyway. She mm-hmm. can do anything. Mm-hmm. She's, she can sing. She can, you know, I mean, she's just, she's, she's the whole enchilada. But even more than that, even more than that, even more than her ability, her, her demeanor, who she is, is such a defining aspect of anything she works on. She makes every situation that she's in when I was with her better, easier, more fun, and more professional. I just can't say enough of it. Yeah, and you've done enough television for a long time, both as a one-week guest star or as a recurring player, you know how important the the lead is to the entire to setting the tone for the entire operation. Oh, above, yeah. Above, oh, yeah. And let me just tell you something too, and this is the absolute truth. There, according to IMDb, I've got 122 credits, mm-hmm. and we add in theater and whatever other stuff might not be there. In all the time that I've been doing this, this is the truth. There is one person that I would not want to work with again. And I won't say who it is. She actually, she actually died young. Uh, she was very troubled, and I didn't know it at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was very difficult. But one person in 122 credits, the people that I've worked with, even people that I was warned about that were potentially difficult, I've never had a problem. I'm going to knock on wood. But <laughs> I, have not had, I have not had any troubles. Uh, I've, I've worked with you know big people and and have come away with, I really have not met anybody but good, solid professionals, people who love their job and people who do their job really well. well and, I, and I can say I've talked to enough actors to know 
that David's experience is very, very rare indeed. Mm. Okay, well, that's, you that's, know, I, that, I, that's a good one, but, but that's so, good. That's good. Well, I think also in a way, you know, if even if you work with someone who's difficult, if you know how to do your job, and look, I, I'm not, I'm not kidding myself. I'm not Daniel Day Lewis. I'm not Robert De Niro, but I know how to do my job. Mm-hmm. And if you know how to do your job and you do it well and you do it professionally and you do it uh, with a good attitude, people appreciate that and they work at the same level. It's like playing tennis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I really mean that, though. I'm not overstating it at all. I, I cannot think of anybody except one person that I would not want to work with again. Well, regardless of whether the your acting partner is difficult or not, all you can do, David, is focus on what you have to do to deliver the best performance you need to do between the time when the red light goes on and when the red light goes off. And you've done that. Time and again, that's why you have worked as steadily as you have had for uh, yeah. three, four decades. Yeah, and you know, um, actually, uh, funnily enough, my um, my best friend is a gaffer, and um, he just gave me, he had it made for me, a sign that said, do not enter when red light is on. And um, it just so happened that outside in my house, I have a red light <laughs> uh, a window, so we we put it up outside. We're getting a lot of laughs from it, which is really fun. That's but funny. It's that, it's that big, you know, with the big red light on it. Do not enter when red light is on. It's really funny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One more Veronica Mars question, then I'll move on to something else. You talked about how cool it was for you to come back uh, 10, 12 years later and see how the, the actors who you first got to know as kids, teenagers, seeing how they have developed not only as people, as grown-up people, but as uh, more developed actors. So that, that's one of the bonuses. That was one of the fun things for you yep. uh, working on, on this fourth season of Veronica Mars. But in terms of revisiting the character of Richard Casablancas, was it hard for you to come back uh, to, to revisit? No, the... no, not at all. Uh, Rob, um, to go back to reference Shepard, if we can, earlier on, Rob sure. is such a good writer. And he hires such a good writing staff that when you have to get out there and say the words, it's pretty much a roadmap anyway. It's very easy to do. He's, he, he doesn't make it difficult. Uh, he actually gives you fun stuff to do. He gave me a lot of fun stuff to do. And he's always giving me fun stuff to do. You know, this is one thing about Rob. He's very, very loyal. He's hired me a bunch. And every time I've done stuff, it's always been really fun. But to come back and revisit the character was interesting because... Uh, we saw a little bit of his backstory about him being in prison and, and about, you know, some of the things that he did and the mistakes that he made and, and, and then also the plans that he has now. But uh, the interesting thing about it, too, is that um, I'm from Massachusetts, so I grew up a big Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. And um, it just so happened that one of the episodes that I was in where I had wonderful dialogue to say was written by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I kept making the joke around the set. I sure hope he doesn't show up because if he recognizes me from the Boston Garden, I booted the Jesus out of him when I was a kid. <laughs> if he shows up, he may just uh, may just say, "You know what? I'm 
taking all the dialogue back, man. <laughs> well, one of the fun things I get to do as a result of doing this program is talk to people such as David Starzik. David plays Richard Casablancas on Veronica Mars season four of Veronica Mars now airs on Hulu, David's other recent and or notable TV credits include Perfect Citizen with Noah Wiley and the famous episode of Hot in Cleveland featuring Mary Tyler Moore that I understand uh, was one of Mary's final acting appearances on television. I actually think it was her last. I think it was the last. Okay. And also, by the way, just to add a little note here, I'm in an episode of The Affair. Okay, on Showtime. Um, On Showtime, yep. Yep. So, okay, so Mary... So here's what happened. I had been in love with Mary Tyler Moore from the time I was a little kid. I mean, the Dick Van Dyke show was just, you know, it was one of my, this one of the holy grails to me. I just, that is just a flawless television show. Mm-hmm. And I watch it actually, once every couple of years, I binge watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It, it just informs so much of, of, not just of what I do, but it's just interesting to watch how, it all works together and, and how wonderfully written it is. And, you know, I did Carl Reiner's on record as saying that they really made a point of not making too many contemporaneous references so that the show would live rather than be dated. Mm-hmm. So when Mary came to do the show, I knew she was going to be there. And uh, I was just as nervous as nervous can be. I mean, I just you couldn't believe it was her. And I had been working there for a bit. Um, I'd done like four episodes or five episodes at that point. And Mary, I went to the set early, and Mary was with Betty White on the set being interviewed by a young lady back in the days before your phone and recorded everything. (laughs) And um, so I waited for the young lady to finish up her interview, and the two of them were talking, and they were alone on the stage, and I said, well, this is my moment. This is my time. So I went up, and I said, look, Mary, I... My name is David Starzik. I came over to introduce myself to you. I I didn't want to do it in front of everybody because I'm afraid I'd make a complete ass of myself. But I want you to know I've been in love with you my entire life. I, I watched the Dick Van Dyke show. I was devoted to the Mary Tyler Moore show. I, I just, you know, I've been in love with you forever. You're such a talented woman. You're so impressive and all the things you've accomplished. But, you know, my wife looks like you a little bit. I used to dream that I was in show business and lived in a house and had kids, again, you know, and was able to come home at night to my beautiful wife, and my wife actually looks like her a little bit. So uh, at the end of it, Mary said, um, well, that's very nice, David. Um, aren't you going to say anything nice to Betty? And I said, oh, I've been working for long enough. I don't have to say anything to Betty. <laughs> and, and Betty, Betty White actually said, you know, Mary, David's playing Valerie's boyfriend. Uh, he's a very nice man, and he's a very good actor. We're really lucky to have him here. Now, you know in the movies when um, they want to show things getting skewed in perspective and, like, the backdrop sort of falls back and everything kind of goes forward mm-hmm. and it just looks all screwy? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when she said that, I had a moment of seeing myself as a 14-year-old, 13-year-old kid on the floor of my parents' living room in Springfield, Massachusetts, watching these two women in that show every Saturday night. Yeah. never missed it. And here she was Betty White saying that to Mary Tyler Moore, it was more surreal than I can tell you. I, I was, I was, it was flabbergasting, flabbergasting. A, a great compliment, but just, I mean, you know, it's Mary Tyler Moore for crying out ab- 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 Absolutely. So, well, let, let, let me ask you this. Once, you know, you had your few minutes to let her know 
what she means to you. I'm going to guess that once you had that and when the when the red lights went on and you blocked out whatever that was and you were able to do what you had to do for that. For that oh, trip. sure. Oh, sure. Uh, de- yeah, definitely. I mean, professionalism has to kick in, but there's still moments, man. I, I, did a, um, I did a play a few years ago with Ed Asner, and he had to yell at me. And in the middle of yelling at me I, on stage in front of everybody, I thought, gee, I'm being yelled at by Lou Grant. It's crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that kind of stuff, just it just doesn't go away. And, you know, by the way, that's something I've never lost being out here. Mm-hmm. I've never lost sitting across from Don Johnson and thinking, oh, my God, it's Don Johnson. Yeah. I watched him when I was in college. You know, I did a commercial with Alf. I was just like, Alf, we never missed Alf when I was in college. It was it was. It was it was must see TV for us, and and you know here I was with with the original Alf and the guy. It's just it's such a it's I get such a kick out of it. You know I've never really gotten over the sort of the the sort of the wonder of it all. Yeah, and that's part of the expression. No, and that's I think that's good, and and that actually kind of dovetails with something I want to ask you about working with Betty White, which we'll talk about when we continue our conversation with David Starzik after this quick timeout. On TV Confidential. You can now listen to TV Confidential whenever you want by downloading the new TV Confidential app. You can find the TV Confidential app at the Apple Store, apps.apple.com. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four part contemporary romantic series set against the background of working actors. Something that you know. A, little, a thing or two. Well, about. you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on. Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes called The Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today. 800-712-8002. That's 800-712-8002. Paid for by U.S. Med. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Hi, this is Titus Welliver. You're listening to TV Confidential. Attention sports fans. Now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home. With Dish for about 50 bucks a month. 
Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All American Dish right now. 800 296 1251. 